to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Could a dead, frozen heart break? It felt as though mine would. Edward, Bella said. I froze, staring at her unopened eyes. Had she awakened, caught me here? She looked asleep, yet her voice had been so clear. She sighed a quiet sigh and then moved restlessly again, rolling to her side, still fast asleep and dreaming. Edward, she mumbled softly. She was dreaming of me. Could a dead frozen heart beat again? It felt as though mine was about to. Stay, she sighed. Don't go. Please don't go. She was dreaming of me and it wasn't even a nightmare. She wanted me to stay with her there in her dream. I struggled to find words to name the feelings that flooded through me, but I had no words strong enough to hold them. For a long moment, I drowned in them. When I surfaced, I was not the same man I had been. My life was an unending, unchanging midnight. It must, by necessity, always be midnight for me. So how is it possible that the sun was rising now, in the middle of my midnight? Hi. Hi. Uh, this is Marin. Oh, this is Emily. And this is Remember, Remember Twilight. And we have the great privilege and honor to bring to you a beautiful episode of Midnight Sun, mm-hmm. Chapter 5, mm-hmm. Invitations. Mm-hmm. Such beauty, such love, such grace. There's so many cute things in this chapter. It's kind of overwhelming. Such a change of a life. Mm-hmm. Two lives, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What oh, was man. Edward doing last week, though? Well, Edward was deep into Alice's head, mm-hmm. as Alice was, in my opinion, 
making this whole thing happen. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, you know, I have gotten nothing but good, positive responses from that. Everybody being like, I can see her doing that. Mm-hmm. I can see that being the actual reality of the entire series which is not what I meant I don't want to step on Stephanie's toes last time I told her something that I thought was true she summarily dismissed it and told me I was wrong (laughs) and that's fine she's the author she gets to but um anyway that's what Edward was doing he was seeing that someday Alice will be best friends with Bella and Bella will be a vampire oops oh no she's beautiful though so remember how Edward was like, high school is basically when I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, high school is purgatory. Listen, Edward describing high school tickles me to no end. It's like every chapter he just has to start out with like, yo, guys, high school sucks. High school is now officially hell. We've reached <laughs> that level with Edward here. Torment and fire. Yes. <laughs> really cool. Edward is staying in Forks again because of Esme this time. Uh Uh-huh. He listens. Nothing changes. Nothing's new happening. He, everything is fine. Everything is back to normal, except for, for Edward Cullen specifically. (laughs) He, I just feel like he must be so miserable to be around right now. He, yeah like I would just be like I can't be in the same room with him he's driving me crazy he's just on like autopilot like he goes to school he makes sure everything's fine and then he goes running <laughs> all night long and then comes back and does the same thing again poor guy mm-hmm. but he's determined he's gonna do it he's gonna change that future scene <laughs> probably um, Edward is imagining the day that he'll have to say goodbye to Bella and like cut off Bella. And he's like, for her, it won't be anything. She'll be happy when I'm like <laughs> ignoring her. Because the first day back, she's like, hi, Edward. Yeah. All happy and friendly. And he's like, why yeah. is she happy? Why is she friendly? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, maybe she just wants to be your friend. Did she forgive me for for breaking my promise to her? <laughs> Or she just thinks you're cute and wants to hang. Yep. He looks at her, though, right into her eyeballs. Mm. But he, nope, he doesn't. He doesn't. He can't. He doesn't. No. No, he just, like, literally is, like, (laughs) one inch of a chin toward her. A nod. No eye. A nod. Mm -hmm. Rude. And that's the, like, last contact we have for a month. (laughs) rude she doesn't talk to him he doesn't talk to her um he begins his nightly seattle runs that night and he really tries him to talk himself into thinking that he doesn't love her yet right he Uh works really hard on that (laughs) he's like i know how effortless it would be so easy just like falling (laughs) really that's a really beautiful way to describe falling in love is that it's just like Literally falling. Mm-hmm. It's just easy. You just do it. Yep. It's been a month. Nothing's getting easier for Edward. And he's like, this must be what Alice meant because <laughs> I don't know how much longer I can keep this up if it keeps getting harder and harder. But no, I will. I will handle the pain. I can do it. Okay. I'm not going to destroy Bella's future. Um, 
if I'm supposed to love her, I'll just uh, ignore her instead. <laughs> uh, I bet this will work. Yep. Keep trying. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, but avoiding her is the only thing that I can do. Oh. I still have to always know what she's doing at every moment of every day. <laughs> so he just watches Bella through everyone else, but never looks at her himself. Never talks to her himself. <laughs> Did you imagine when you first read Twilight that Edward was doing this? No. I didn't either. <laughs> uh, she, you know, she talks about how, like, it was like an entire month before he ever talked to her again. And I just was like, man, he's messed up. That's rude. I hadn't, I could, would not have imagined until I read the original uh, Midnight Sun that he had been, like, just, like, obsessed with her, too. <laughs> totally. Um, Edward loves categorizing things, and so he categorizes all of the things that are his, like, uh, trigger points <laughs> in this moment. He has four of them now. Yes. Um, his thirst, number one on the list, of course, that one, you know, he avoids just by not breathing when he's around Bella, so... <laughs> He goes to biology and just holds his breath the whole time. Yep. Very cool. Super easy maintainable manageable i like this though he's he's really working on it he's he's not gonna mess up he's gonna do what he said he's gonna do and this is how he's Mm -hmm. like he's taking steps yes however he's still very curious about this girl and he (laughs) gives into this one regularly yeah he always wants to know what she's thinking and what it means when she touches her hair or when she throws her books down or when she comes into class late or when she's tapping her foot what does everything that she's doing mean it's all a mystery he's really interesting because he goes like he he's he's weirded out that the way she talks and the way she talks to people he's like when she speaking her thoughts or what she thought she should say it often sounded to me as though she was trying to say what her audience expected, and this reminded me of my family and our daily life of illusion. We were better at it than she was, but why should she have to? Would she have to play the role? She was one of them, a human teenager, and I'm like, that's exactly why she does that. Because she's a human teenager, she's super awkward and she wants to fit in, and she doesn't want people to think she's weird and a freak. So she's she. That's why she guards everything she says. I think he's so used to hearing people's thoughts that he knows the difference between the two mm-hmm. but with Bella he doesn't so it's just super intriguing yeah this line reminded me of Rob Pattinson himself oh yeah during interviews that is very him often sounded to me as though he was trying to say what his audience expected 100% <laughs> so let's see we get to learn new things about Bella mm-hmm. finally this chapter and I love it I love it too he's like she's She's so not like other kids here because, for example, there was this one group project in biology and these other two brave and ambitious students <laughs> came and asked Edward if they would if he would be in their group. And Edward's just like, yeah, I guess. Um, Mike, of course, wanted to team up with Bella. And then Bella, she insisted on having this other girl, Tara, be in their group. And Edward tells us that Mr. Banner usually has to assign Tara to a group. And um, even Tara is, like, really confused why <laughs> Bella comes over and asks her to join their group. Um, and Mike's mad, too. He's like, she's a total stoner. She won't do any of the work. I think she's failing biology. And Bella's like, it's fine. I'll 
I'll do her part, whatever. <laughs> and Mike's like, why did you do that? And Edward's like, yes, Bella, why did you do that? <laughs> Bella is an angel. Uh-huh. Oh, she's so good. Yeah. Edward's like, Tara was failing biology. Even Mr. Banner is like very surprised and like <laughs> relieved that Bella did this. Banner. <laughs> he's every teacher because he's like in his mind. He's like, no one ever gives that kid a chance. Nice of Bella. She's kinder than most of these cannibals. Mm. <laughs> cool. Listen, it's hard to be a teacher. <laughs> um, Edward's like, did Bella know how nobody likes Tara? <laughs> And, like, I can't imagine why she would go out of her way to go and talk to this girl, especially because Bella's so shy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I wonder if she's doing it so that Tara doesn't fail biology because this is a big group project. And because of the grade that this group got with Bella in it, Tara goes from like an f to a d probably yeah he said that that's what happened and that was exactly what happened so man bella and we never hear any of this stuff in twilight Mm -hmm. bella never tells us oh all these super cute sweet little things that she probably probably thinks are just insignificant she's just going about her life taking care of other people the way she always has done and it's beautiful Mm -hmm. i love it yeah thank you edward (laughs) There's also this other time when all the, all Bella's friends, her friends, this <laughs> her friends, friends are talking about <laughs> their like ideal vacation destinations and the girls are all like, I want to go to blah, blah, blah. And the boys are like, I want to go to blah, blah, blah. And Edward's very curious to hear where Bella wants to go. And then Eric's like, I want to go to Comic-Con. <laughs> And all the girls are like, that's so stupid. And Bella's like, I want to go there too. That sounds really fun. And suddenly Mike's like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's probably pretty cool. Yeah, like there's probably sexy costumes, right? Mm -hmm. And then Lauren and Jessica are like, uh, Bella. (laughs) But Eric's so excited that Bella agrees. And he's like, we should go sometime. Let's save up for tickets. And Bella's like, yeah, it's probably super expensive. And then Eric's like, well, how long do you think it'll take to get there? And Bella's like, I have no idea. (laughs) Even though it's basically the same distance from Phoenix to Forks as San Diego to Forks. I can't imagine it's very different. The cool thing is that she doesn't even know what Comic-Con is or where it is. Uh She's so cool. Yeah. So he's like, well, how long does it take to get to Phoenix? And she's like, two days. And he's like, okay, so it's probably two days. And she's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. (laughs) And Edward's just like, she only did this to make sure that everyone else wasn't only making fun of Eric for it. And um, Edward's also mad that he doesn't know where Bella would have chosen for herself. (laughs) He says it was often like this with her, never stepping out of her quiet comfort zone except for someone else's perceived need. And I underlined the word perceived three times (laughs) because... yeah. You know, that's Bella what just chooses Wenda. She really does. But um, this is just entire page with her standing up for Eric, who she doesn't really have a reason to stand up for Eric. She just doesn't want him to get made fun of. Like, she knows how uncomfortable it is. And so she's like, it doesn't matter what she wanted or what she, she probably wasn't even going to give an answer. Mm-hmm. But 
she didn't want him to get made fun of and feel yucky so she took care of it Mm -hmm. I just love her so much like this whole page is just like a big heart for me yeah um Edward continues and he says that Bella gave up her locker because these two girls wanted to be neighbors. So she let the one girl have hers and that she only had this like real genuine smile that came out when she was trying to comfort someone who was hurting or uncomfortable. And he's like, no one else sees these things from Bella. No one else is paying attention to her like I am. <laughs> and so Edward has this long list of all the things that he has <laughs> discovered about Bella. And he compiles them all to equate to just the fact that Bella is a good person. Which she is. She truly is. And then we get the Edward versus Mike. <laughs> Edward is mortified that he feels this way. <laughs> Yes, the most surprising of his torments, Mike Newton. <laughs> Who would have ever dreamed that such a generic, boring mortal could be so infuriating? <laughs> Edward's very jealous that Mike is the one who can just always talk to Bella and always ask her any question that he ever wants to. And so because Mike talks to Bella so much, this is where Edward gets most of his information from. <laughs> Um, he talks about how Mike doesn't appreciate Bella for being Bella, that Mike has just like created this fantasy version of Bella in his head, which is not even like close to as good as the real Bella. It's just as generic as he was. I, I wrote a whole thing about it because I just think that is such an interesting thing to do. This happens all the time with people. People do this to each other where they find a partner and they... Or they find somebody who they like, and then they kind of make that person who they want them to be, mm -hmm. regardless of who they are. And that's what Mike is doing. And, and Edward sees it very clearly because he can hear Mike's thoughts. And he just sees that Mike is like, she's super hot and smart, and she talks to me, and I'm going to win her over or whatever. But Edward is like obsessed with Bella, so he's watching everything she's doing in minute detail. And I'm like... Is Edward also making up a manic pixie dream, Bella? A lot of it, Like, yeah. they both are. Yep. And Bella uh, is just, like, kind of going crazy about these dumb boys at mm -hmm. this moment. Like, she's <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, Mike won't leave me alone. Edward won't talk to me. Everybody's annoying. I have to get out of here. <laughs> I hate it. Yep. Um, so yeah, Mike comes over every biology class, sits on their desk and talks to Bella before class starts. And Edward has these just casual visions of smacking <laughs> Mike right in the face so hard that he, <laughs> he flies the against the wall. And Edward's like, probably he wouldn't suffer like severe injuries from this right he die he'd still live through it so <laughs> that's how edward copes with mike <laughs> uh, just imagining <laughs> um and then the last thing that's driving edward absolutely crazy is the fact that bella is taking his lead and ignoring him just as much as he's ignoring her i love that about bella like she is like fine She's not going to chase him. She's not going to beg him. She's not going to like figure it out and text or whatever. No, she's like, you know what? If he is ignoring me, 
I'm ignoring him. If he doesn't want to be friends with me, I'm not going to be friends with him. He literally said to me, like, we shouldn't be friends. Then fine. We just won't be friends Mm -hmm. if that's what he wants. And as far as she can tell, that's literally what he wants. He's done nothing but ignore her. And he's so, he's so like a statue that there's no way to actually see that he doesn't mean it and that he actually is paying attention to her. He's just Edward. Edward. (laughs) He even goes as far to say for all I knew, she never thought about me at all. Oh, good grief. <laughs> good joke. <laughs> um, the only, like, saving grace that Edward has is that Bella does look at him sometimes. Yeah. Every once in a while, while they're at lunch, Alice will be like, hey, everybody, Bella's going to look at Edward in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, act normal. Yeah, right. What does that mean? <laughs> You know, move around. Pick up the banana. Punch someone in the arm. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But Edward is keeping a running tally of how many times Bella (laughs) looks at him. (laughs) This is all that keeps him going. Um, Alice is still frustrated that Edward's not going to let her go be friends with Alice until he says so. And also... Alice is annoyed that Edward is doing such a good job of ignoring Bella because now her two possible futures are kind of getting jumbled up again. So Edward is doing something right as far as like for what he he wants to change. Yep. Yeah. And Edward goes on to say that he definitely has not been in a good mood (laughs) and um, that he really tries to hide it from the rest of the blings. But Jasper definitely knows (laughs) how like (laughs) tormented Edward is right now but Jasper's just like I guess this is the new Edward normal so he just like lets him be Ugh, Jasper's life just must suck so bad (laughs) I'm just so glad he has Alice I just would hate to feel everybody's feelings all the time yeah I mean I'm I'm not an empath at all but like man guys I feel bad for you guys who are I don't, I don't like I'm not like oh I feel bad for you but like must be hard mm-hmm. today is the day that Edward has been dreading because <laughs> Mike is going to ask Bella on a date <laughs> <laughs> hilarious thing to dread <laughs> there is a girl's choice dance coming up Mike has been waiting and waiting and waiting to see if Bella will ask him. And now it's the week of the dance. She still hasn't asked. And so Mike is taking fate into his own hands and is going to ask her himself. Um, Jessica today has asked Mike to go with, why is everyone waiting until like the week of, like I swear in high school, like, the week that the dance was announced, everyone did. Well, we live in Utah, so we yeah. have like stupid dances things that people do here, for dances. We've kind of talked. Well, no, we. I don't know. If, yeah, we've kind of talked about dances a little bit. It's intense here, and if you don't ask somebody in the first week of the announcement of the dance, you're like you're toast, and you're not going to get a date. But I don't know. I also know. Is this like a this is a dress up dance, huh? It's like mm-hmm. a formal. This, yeah. This so yeah, dance. you've got to know. You have to ask. You can't give girls two days to go buy a dress. Oh man! But if it's girls' choice and they aren't asking, that's true. Then that's oh man. Yeah. So all these boys, apparently none of the girls here like them. 
Honestly, because so, it's Mike, Eric, and Tyler. Yeah, none of them have been none asked. None of them have been asked. Hilarious. <laughs> Jessica did wait until just barely to ask Mike, which is odd. That seems like something Jessica would have locked down way earlier. Maybe, but she already knows that he likes Bella. That's so true. So maybe she was also like, I better give Bella a chance to ask him if she wants to. And That's didn't like ask more Bella about it. Generous than I would be towards Jessica <laughs> and her feelings towards Bella. I I get that, and I think a lot of people feel the same way as you. And normally, I would never stand up for Jessica, but um, she's not as bad as Lauren. That's you know, true. she's pretty nasty, but I think maybe she saw that he likes Bella, and I don't think I don't know if she really really likes Mike that much. He's just like the cute new guy, also. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So Jessica asks Mike, Mike's like, um, let me think about it because he wants to go see if Bella will say yes instead, but doesn't want to tell Jessica no and then not go to the dance, which like what? Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. There was a big thing in my school where it's kind of understood that if somebody asks you, you just say yes and go with them. That's how my school you was, know, too. Even if it's not your boyfriend, even if it's somebody who you, you know, it's just like, it's kind of a courtesy. You don't have to say yes. Like, I said no to one guy, and then he kept asking me, and then he asked me to every dance, and I just kept telling him no because he was a big butt. <laughs> but um, he's the only one I ever said no to. I said yes to every single other person who asked me because it was just a courtesy. It was, like, fun. Mm-hmm. Go with different people. And there was a big, like, they also made a big deal about, like, go with other people all the time so that you make new friends and do new things yeah like all of that plus I don't know if you experienced this but in my time of going to dances asking someone to the dance was like a three-day craft project and then surprise (laughs) ask Uh like you don't just in class be like hey do you want to go to the dance with me you have to order a cardboard cutout of yourself <laughs> and have some of your friends completely wrap it in saran wrap to the person's car and and put secret notes in the saran wrap. So then that person then has to unwrap the saran wrap and get all these like puzzle pieces and figure out who's trying to ask them to the dance. And then finally they unwrap it all the way and they find your cardboard cutout that says like, I cardboard ask you to go to the dance with me that's not a pun but usually there's a pun it's usually a pun and uh yeah then you have to do that much work you have to, to guess say you yes. have to see who it was you have to yeah it's it is that's how it was in my school too it's definitely a huge big production so it's like if you if someone goes through all of that work and then you like say no oh it's it adds a lot of pressure to like who you're gonna ask because you want to make sure it's someone who is gonna say yes (laughs) because you go through all this stupid crap to actually ask them it's it's terrible ridiculous (laughs) edward is so ashamed of himself that he is so caught up in the dramas of (laughs) high school (laughs) listen that's why ya is such a popular genre we love to be caught up in this we love it yep so mike and bella are walking to biology and mike is trying to get the courage to ask bella <laughs> he comes and sits on the table and instead of just asking bella he starts out with jessica asked me to the dance mm-hmm. and bella's like awesome you guys are gonna have fun and he's like well actually i was gonna wait and see if you were gonna ask me and she's like why <laughs> <laughs> And um, 
this immediately puts Edward on edge. He's like, why is she mad about this? But also, why is she kind of relieved about this? (laughs) This is weird. And then Edward has a whole Bella wedding montage again about how he just needs to let this happen because it's better if Bella marries some human person. And even if she doesn't marry Mike, she'll marry someone eventually. And who am I to step in the way of her having like a happy, normal human life? Well, honestly, who are you to step in the way of that? But also, what if Bella doesn't ever get married? That's also an option, Edward. Edward, he doesn't He doesn't remember that it's 2005. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't need to get married, and neither mm-hmm. do any of you. Yep. Uh, Edward suddenly has a need for a punching bag because his rage is just too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, he really wants to use Mike's head, but he decides that he should not do that. <sighs> and he's like, why am I freaking out so much about this? <laughs> he's never felt this before. It literally is one of the absolute worst feelings. It's a feeling that causes people to literally murder mm-hmm. people. Yep. As we I It's mean, a big feeling. He wants to <laughs> he close. wants to smash and pulverize Mike's skull. Yes. Like a grape. <laughs> oh man. He wouldn't be the first, but don't don't do it, baby. <laughs> So before Bella says anything to Mike, she stops talking for a second. And he's like, oh, no, what if the girl's going to say yes to Mike? And of course, Edward's still calling her the girl. So, Victoria, if you could give us the update. In Chapter 5, Edward calls Bella the girl 18 times. That brings the Midnight Sun count up to 99. (laughs) Thank you, Victoria. (laughs) Bella's like, you should tell Jessica yes. And then Mike is suddenly so (laughs) embarrassed and sad. And Edward's like, I should be enjoying this, but I should, like, I have to, (laughs) I have to be strong, but I can't. Alice was right. Dang it. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. (laughs) Why would anybody ever question Alice? Right. He's like, she must be seeing the future being all twirly-whirly right now, and I bet she's loving that. (laughs) (laughs) Things are clearing up again. Mike's like, "Uh, so did you already ask someone else? And Bella's like, no, I'm going to Seattle that day. (laughs) And Edward's like, thank God. (laughs) And Edward's like, well, hold on. Why why is she going to Seattle that day? And now Edward has made it his life mission to find out why Bella's saying no to Mike. (laughs) And Mike's like, well, can you go some other time? And Bella's like, no, you should go tell Jessica yes. Oh, man. (laughs) Edward's like, why? Why? Why is this happening? Why is she saying no? Is this an excuse? Is she doing it for Jessica? Does she really have plans? Is everything wrong? Is everything yes? Edward, maybe she just (laughs) doesn't want to go to the dance. (laughs) But Mike leaves. And so now Edward has no one's thoughts to look at Bella through. So he has to look himself. He's like, well, that's it. Dang it. He looks over at her for the first time in a month. (laughs) Bella's just like, my life. (laughs) And he's like, this is frustrating. This is fascinating. (laughs) Bella opens her eyes, looks immediately at Edward. And she has that same, like, confused expression that he likes to remember a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Her beautiful, perplexed eyeballs. Mm -hmm. 
And Edward's like, okay, now I just feel excited that she's looking at me. She's not looking away either. We're, and I'm very much just staring at her and trying to read her thoughts. <laughs> and then Edward uses his favorite mirror, which is Bella's eyes. And he uh. sees himself and his eyes are all black. And he's like, today is not the day that I should be looking at Bella because I am thirsty. <laughs> In more than one way. <laughs> Edward's monster inside him is very happy about this turn of events because now it has a pretty good shot at killing Bella. And Edward is like so mad at himself for letting this happen that he says that if he could cry, he would be crying right now. He's so frustrated. Oh, sweetie. He's like, well, okay, I guess there's no reason for me to not stare at her for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Since I already gave in for one second I may as well just look at her more so he looks over she has her hair down again he can see that she's blushing and she's like running her hand through her hair and he's just looking and he's like her very delicate fingers (laughs) and her very breakable wrists if I if I simply breathe a little too hard she will snap in half And that, like, kind of clears his head. And he's like, I can't do this. She's too breakable. She doesn't deserve this. I cannot be the one to destroy her. But? But I cannot stay away from her either. (laughs) Oh, sweetie. So now what do I do if I have to always look at her, but I cannot touch her? (laughs) And the monster inside is like, oh, my gosh. You're so annoying right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the bell rings. Bella gets all her books in a shuffle and she just walks away because that's what you do with the boy who ignores you all the time is you don't be like um thanks for staring at me this class period i'll see you tomorrow no you grab your stuff and you get the f out of there yeah but edward cannot let her go so he says her name and she just kind of (laughs) waits a second and looks at him and edward very goodly reminds himself that she is completely justified to be wary and distrustful and mad at him yep so she's like what are you speaking to me again and he's like hmm i love that she says that she just is like you absolute jerk mm-hmm. what you talking to me again yep hmm? i love it yeah and then he's like no not really <laughs> what like, don't just, like, grab one of those books and just, like, pound, 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 pound. <laughs> You're the most infuriating person I've ever met. He's like, I don't really want to talk to you. I just want to look at you. And you left too fast. <laughs> She's like, what do you want? And he's like, this doesn't seem normal. <laughs> and then he says, I am going to be as truthful as I can be with her from now on. I didn't want to deserve her distrust, even if earning her trust was impossible. And he says, I'm sorry. And that was truer than she would ever know. Um, He goes, I know I'm being very rude, but it is better this way. And Bella's like, (laughs) that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. Okay. It's so frustrating. And so Edward's like, it's better if we're not friends. Trust me. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. Trust you. Sure. And she's like, well, it would have been nice if you would have figured this out earlier because then you wouldn't be so regretful. (laughs) And then Edward is just reeling. 
what did she know of my regrets? <laughs> He's like, regret for what? And she's like, for not letting the van squish me. Oh and Edward's like, what? This is never even remotely close to being on the radar of anything that he would have in his mind for why she's acting the way she is. Yeah. Ever. Like, he's like, what the? How? Why? Who? When and where would she ever think this? Yeah. Saving her life was the one acceptable thing I'd done since I met her. The only thing I was not ashamed of that made me glad I existed at all. I'd been fighting to keep her alive since the first moment I'd caught her scent. How could she doubt my one good deed in all this mess? (laughs) My one good deed. (laughs) You think I regret saving your life? She's like, yes, I know you do. And he's like, you don't know anything. Oh, cool. Good way to bring it back up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bella grabs all her bucks again and just walks out towards the door and Edward's like oh no yeah she's kind of cute when she's mad though (laughs) I hate that I hate that I've been told that a lot of times because I'm like short yeah oh you're cute when you're mad I'm gonna kill you that's it makes me so mad when people Mm -hmm. say I'm just glad he didn't say it to her yeah and Bella's a little flustered though and she kind of trips on her way out the door and she drops all of her things and I love this moment where she just stares at her books and doesn't even want to pick them up. And um, so Edward runs over and gets all her books before she can even basically look at them. (laughs) And she says, thank you. And he says, you're welcome. And before he can try and say anything else, she walks away. (laughs) Good, good, good. During Spanish, the teacher just lets Edward be because Edward Bragg she knew my Spanish was superior to hers. I could teach this class. <laughs> <laughs> so Edward spends the entire class thinking, and he's like, okay, so I'm not going to ignore Bella, but I don't also have to kill her. So there's some, there has to be another choice that I can make. And Emmett's <laughs> just watching Edward think about this the entire class. And it's not until class is almost over that Edward kind of tunes in to what Emmett's thinking. <laughs> And Emmett's noticing how differently Edward is acting. And he's like, I don't know what this is, but I think maybe Edward seems hopeful. <laughs> and Edward's like, hopeful? Is is that what's happening? <laughs> I I find it interesting. I mean, he's like, I only have two choices. Either I kill her or I love her. And I'm like, well, you could just like be friends with her. <laughs> I know it's hard. It's hard to be friends with somebody you're in love with. Like that has happened to me before and it's almost impossible. But you could do it. (laughs) You could try. You could try at least. As they walk to the car after school, Edward starts to hear some more gossip happening. And apparently since Mike got turned down... Both Eric and Tyler have decided that there is now a green light for both of them to ask Bella to the dance. I find this on the like top of the annoying scale. It's the from both of them. Super annoying. So annoying. So Eric, after class, as soon as the bell rang, he ran out to Bella's truck so that he could force her <laughs> to yeah. talk to him. Blocks her door. Ugh, I hate it. Edward's like, I have to know what she says. 
<laughs> so he tells Emmett to, you know, wait for the blings. And then he <laughs> he doubles back and Emmett's just like, kids lost his damn mind. <laughs> That's true. Super true. Damn it. So Edward goes and finds like a casual hiding spot where Bella won't, won't notice him. <laughs> and she comes walking out. He watches her go to her truck. And so Edward starts his very slow walk over. <laughs> and Bella's like, hi, Eric. And suddenly Edward's like, oh, no. <laughs> what if Bella loves this teen with his unhealthy skin? <laughs> Emily took a picture of that when she first read it and sent it to me. <laughs> Edward is just as, I mean, you guys will call it observant or Everybody blah, does. blah, blah, but yeah. judgy. Everybody wants to stand up for these guys. They're just describing the features, and I'm like, oh. Unhealthy in skin? In a not a nice way. <laughs> Since when does Edward care about teenagers' <laughs> acne? And what about it is unhealthy, Edward? Just because Bella doesn't need to wear makeup. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, so Eric's like, hi, Bella. She's like, what's up? And he's like, do you want to go to the dance with me? And she's like, I thought it was girl's choice. And he's like, yes. And she's like, I'm going to be in Seattle. And he's like, okay, maybe next time. And Bella's like, sure. And then she's like, shit. Edward watches as Eric just starts to leave. And Edward's like, his car's over there. <laughs> he just only wants to get away. He's just like, I've been rejected and now I must escape. Eric will just walk home rather than walk past Bella again. True. <laughs> and it's right at this moment that Edward's passing Bella. And he hears her sigh. <laughs> and he laughs out loud. And Bella's just like, why is Edward Cullen Edward laughing? Edward Cullen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now Tyler's annoying. Yeah, Tyler got uh, stuck in class late, and so he's running to try and catch up to Bella before she leaves. <laughs> and Edward's like, I do want to know how this ends. One, so I can tell if, like, all of this is actually annoying Bella. Or two, if maybe Bella just actually likes Tyler. <laughs> um, he seemed tediously average, but maybe she liked average <laughs> boys. Seriously? I could never be an average boy. No. <laughs> not I, not Edward, as if he could outrun me, Colin. <laughs> so Edward goes into his car, backs out okay. right in front of Bella so she cannot leave. And now Edward is being annoying. Oh, yes. All these boys. Yep. High school. Yep. <laughs> he stares at Bella in his mirror. She's glaring at him. And Tyler gets in his car, pulls up behind Bella, tries to wave at her. And when she doesn't notice him, he gets out of the car and goes over to the window on the passenger side and knocks on it, which startles the crap out of Bella. (laughs) She struggles rolling down her window and she's like, sorry, I'm stuck behind Cullen. (laughs) And Edward's like, oh, my name. (laughs) It is thrilling when your crush says your name. Mm hmm. And Tyler's like, I know. I have a question for you, though. Will you ask me to the spring dance? And Bella's just like, I'm not going to be in town, Tyler. (laughs) He's like, yeah, Mike said that. And she's like, then why? He's like, I don't know. I was hoping you were letting him down easy. She's like, sorry, I am going to be out of town. And Edward's like, this is weird because usually Bella will give other people whatever they want. So why is this dance like the one thing she is like? 
standings firm she on. just doesn't want to go she doesn't like social things mm-hmm. she doesn't like dancing yep it's fine <laughs> she's not like other girls <laughs> and tyler's like okay we'll go to prom then goes back to his car rude and edward <laughs> he's still looking at bella in the mirror and he's looking at her face and she is just what how does he describe it possibly the funniest thing i'd ever seen her horrified expression Hmm. was priceless (laughs) she had no feelings for any of these human males who wished to court her (laughs) also her expression was possibly the funniest thing i'd ever seen oh my god so all the blinks come in and emmett's like why are you laugh why are you in the middle of the parking lot laughing by yourself (laughs) and edward doesn't answer Rosalie is rude and says, let's go. Stop being an idiot if you can. Edward doesn't care. He's still laughing about Bella the entire drive home. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as they get there, Alice is like, so can me and Bella be friends now? And he's like, no. And she's like, that's not fair. Why? And he's like, because I haven't decided anything. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, liar. And then he goes, what's the point in getting to know her if I'm just going to kill her? <laughs> and Alice is like, hmm, fair. <laughs> Edward Parks, Rosalie tells him to enjoy his run, but he goes hunting instead because it's been too long. They're all supposed to go hunting tomorrow, but he wants to get ahead of schedule. So he goes and he drinks a couple elk and one black bear. Oh, that's so much. Too many. It made me sick reading that. Like, I uh-huh. was like, oh, that's gross. And he wishes that like just overfeeding would be enough to make it so that he didn't want to kill Bella, but it's not. And he's like, why does she smell so good? Why does everything try to kill her? What is going to try to kill her next? Is it going to be a meteor? <laughs> oh, Edward. and as soon as he thinks the word meteor he's like what if there's a meteor i have to be honest that i'm like this way with everybody i know every time i have i forced mark when we first got married i was like husband you absolutely 100 percent have to say goodbye to me every morning for the rest of our lives in case you die and he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what if you die on the way to work or at work or on the way home from work? And I never see you again and you didn't say goodbye to me. <laughs> like, I get this, Edward. I get it. What if something happened to her in the night? What if I, what if I went to school tomorrow? Every sense feeling focused onto the space where she should be in her seat was empty. Oh, no. Abruptly, the risk felt unacceptable. <laughs> The only way I could be positive she was safe is if there was someone in place to catch the meteor before it could touch her. The jittery high swept through me again when I realized that I was going to find the girl. <laughs> I love this. Edward. I am obsessed with Edward's obsession. Edward Mason Anthony Carlisle Colin. <laughs> You're adorable. It's like one o'clock in the morning. He goes to the Swan House. It's quiet. Everybody on Bella's street is asleep. (laughs) And so he's like, okay, so the only problem here is that I'm here. So that's fine. And he listens in and he can hear two people breathing and two heartbeats. And he's like, okay, so she hasn't died yet. (laughs) And he goes to lean by the tree. 
And he's like, okay, now that I'm here, all I'm going to be thinking about is every possible thing that could kill Bella for the rest of her life, (laughs) Um, which is a lot. And some things like are obvious, like a meteor, there would be fire in the sky. But there's also other things like, I don't know, brain hemorrhages (laughs) and et cetera. Uh, (laughs) He he does rationalize. He's like, there's no natural gas line here. She's not going to die from a carbon monoxide poisoning. And also, there's not really too many big, dangerous wildlife things that would be in the forest right by her house. Also, all of the bugs around here are my friends, and none of them are going (laughs) to hurt Bella. He knows them all personally. He's like, so nothing... It's it's all ridiculous. I know I'm being irrational, but I still feel anxious. And maybe if I could just see her, that would make me feel better. I would take a closer look. <laughs> Nothing weird. I just want to make sure she's okay. <laughs> so he climbs up the side of the house to the window on the top <laughs> on the top floor, and he's like, "Oh no, this is probably the master bedroom. He's going to accidentally look at Charlie." <laughs> but he dangles. <laughs> On the roof <laughs> by one hand and he peeks into the glass and oh my goodness there she is it's Bella's room <laughs> he can see her asleep on her bed she was perfectly fine safe but she's she's not sleeping very well did she sense the danger near her oh honey she has never slept well a night in her life mm-hmm I was repulsed by myself as I watched her toss again. How was I any better than some sick peeping Tom? (laughs) I wasn't any better. I was much, much worse. Edward, that's not true. (laughs) His intentions are good. Okay, his intentions are not bad. True. So they're they're (laughs) not the best because you shouldn't be staring at somebody without their consent while they're sleeping. However, he... He's not doing it to look at her in her underwear. Right. So it's different. He's not like a regular peeping Tom. He's like a nice. He's like the security guard. Protective peeping Tom. Peeping Tom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he he's about to leave when he looks at her one more time and she says out loud, okay, mom, <laughs> while she's asleep. And suddenly Edward is like. The moment I've been waiting for, I can hear Bella talking in her sleep. A pathway to her brain. I can't leave now. (laughs) Before he goes in, though, he has to justify it. And he's like, okay, human rules, we break them all the time. We ignore them so many. Think of how many illegal documents we have. We all have fake names, fake histories, driver's licenses, medical credentials. Um... Also, we pass money to ourselves back and forth. That's not legal. Also, we kill people. That's definitely not legal. Oh um, we also cover up our murders. Illegal also. Also, I've definitely broken into people's houses before. <laughs> but I'm not going to hurt her. I'm doing this for her own safety. I just... She would never know I was here. <laughs> it was all rational. It was all rationalization, evil arguments from the devil on my left shoulder. I knew that, but I had no angel on the right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Edward goes to the window and he gives it a little pull and it's not locked. And so he very slowly opens it because it's very creaky and he's like, oh no. <laughs> Just gently opening it. And he hears Bella again say, Mom, wait, Scott still wrote us faster. <laughs> She's dreaming about the fastest way to get to school. Yeah, also <laughs> having to like tell Renee how to get somewhere that I'm sure they've been a hundred times. Oh my gosh. Well, maybe. <laughs> Bella's been there a hundred times, but Renee like goes once a year. <laughs> um, so Edward's looking at her room, small, disorganized, and cluttered, but not unclean. There's books piled on the floor, CDs scattered, stacks of papers, shoes all over. And as I was reading this, I was sitting right here and I was like, <laughs> stack of books, shoe on floor, paper. I think, uh, you are me Bella. too. <laughs> he... He hops inside and he really wants to go and look at her books and her CDs. But he's like, no, I'm going to go sit in the corner in that rocking chair and I'm not going to move. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and as he sits there, he suddenly becomes like so peaceful and so at ease because finally he's not trying to like fight himself. He's just like gave in. And so now he has nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's looking at Bella and he's like, how did I ever call her plain? <laughs> Look at her Look at wet, tangled Ugh. hair and that shirt and those sweatpants with the holes. And those lifts. Oh, man. <laughs> She's perfect. <laughs> he stares at her some more and he's like, I definitely can't hurt her. So do I have to leave? No one's going to stop me from leaving now. Like, there's no danger. Yeah. And then, what should appear but a little brown spider crawling out of the closet. (laughs) And I love the line, my arrival must have disturbed it. Like, even the spiders, like, a vampire's here must escape. It'll kill me. And (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. Spiders know. Spiders flee before it. (laughs) um it's a hobo spider edward knows the latin name for it and he's like some people used to think they were scary but it actually won't kill bella but if it bit her it would hurt her and so he squishes it (laughs) he's like i just it's like the cutest little thing and i want to see just like a brief animation of him like he's in the chair he looks over and he just, like, his arms are so long that he just doesn't even have to lean. He just, <laughs> squish. <laughs> and then Edward's like, oh, no. I could kill every spider. I could cut off thorns off of all the bushes. I can block cars. But no matter what I do to protect her, I cannot protect her from me being a vampire. Like, that's something that cannot change. And he looks at his hand and he's like, I am disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I can't compete against the human boys. I was the villain. If she knew the truth about me, it would frighten and repulse her. And he remembers the first day in biology and he's like, yep, she should be scared of me and stay away from me. Yeah, he's really scary. Mm hmm. I was not the one she was destined to say yes to. It was someone human and warm. And I could not even let myself hunt him down and kill him. (laughs) Because she deserved to be with him. (laughs) 
<laughs> so he decides to leave in this moment because he is in danger of loving her. And plus, it doesn't matter if he stays. Bella, there's no way he's, she's going to ever love him. Oh, no, never. Could a dead frozen heart break? He's <laughs> so sad about this. Oh, my gosh. It is actually, like, very heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And then Bella says out loud, Edward. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And Edward's like, Did I wake her up? (laughs) Her eyes are still closed. She looks asleep. She sighs. And he's like, no, she's still sleeping. And she says, Edward again. And then suddenly Edward's heart has a... Almost a beat. <laughs> if it could beat, it would. Oh, gosh. I can't. I can't. All I can think of is that episode of Angel. Ugh, don't. Okay. I can't. Guys. I cannot. I'm very sad right now. <sighs> she says, stay. Don't go. Please don't go. And I literally basically just highlighted every single line <laughs> for the rest of this chapter. So I sorry. I know. I got really into it, too. <laughs> She was dreaming of me, and it wasn't even a nightmare. Oh, And then, of course, this is a line from the beginning of the episode, which uh, (laughs) it's the rest of this page is all a highlight. Yeah, I I had to stop myself from reading the entire thing (laughs) because it's so good and beautiful. Yes, Edward is just completely overcome by emotions too strong and too new that he doesn't even know what to call them, but they change him completely. And suddenly, here he is. His life has been monotonous. Nothing's changed. Everything's dark. And suddenly there is a sun in the middle of his midnight. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes and tells us that when you become a vampire, everything gets frozen. Your body gets frozen. Your personality, what you like, what you don't like, your mood, everything you want is all frozen. Yep. And the only thing that changes it is like an act of love and so he's seen it happen with Carlisle and then he's seen it happen with Rosalie and he says that love had changed them in an eternal way a way that would never fade more than 80 years had passed since Carlisle found Esme and yet he still looked at her with the incredulous eyes of first love it would always be so for them it would always be so for me too I would always love this fragile human girl for the rest of my limitless existence Stephanie Meyer, that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> he stares at her and he just lets this feeling settle into his entire body. And then he starts to plot. An Edward plan. Edward plan. I like an Edward plan. <laughs> it's a little shaky, but he gets there. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I love her, so I have to leave her, but I can't. <laughs> And Alice only has two futures, and now I get that. Um, But even though I love her so much, I still could kill her. Probably not because of her scent. The monster has gone to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps love had silenced him forever, but he could accidentally kill her. So he decides that he's just going to be the most careful (laughs) forever. The the never touch. The... Only slightly stroke of a bubble. The Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I would have to control every breath. Always a cautious distance. I would not make mistakes. And then he's like, I, I get now 
how Bella becomes a vampire. It's because I eventually will be so selfish and so in love that I will (laughs) ask Carlisle to take her soul away so that I can have her forever. Very interesting. Not even one second of like, maybe she wants to, like, he just can't even fathom that. That's never even. And when she finally does, he's like, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Poor guy. And then he's like, okay, but there is this tiny sliver between option one and option two. And that is if I stay but she doesn't become a human. We have to stay in that tiny silver lining in between. <laughs> and as he's in here, he he takes a deep breath of that Bella bedroom smell. <laughs> and it hurts so bad. It's like the worst migraine oh, ever. Gosh. And he's like, this is something I'm going to have to live with if I'm going to be by her <laughs> for more than one hour a day at school. And so he just sits there and he takes in so many deep breaths in and out until the sun rises. He just sits there breathing in her (laughs) smell. Finally, the sun comes up. So he runs home. All the blinks have gone to school already. And Esme (laughs) stares at him and he does not say anything to her. Um, He runs to school, hides in the woods until the parking lot empties, and then casually strolls in behind everybody else. (laughs) He can hear Bella coming around the corner, and she pulls into the parking lot, glares at the Volvo, frowning, and he's like, oh, yeah. She's she's still mad mad at me. me. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, hold on. Maybe she wasn't dreaming about me. What if she just actually doesn't like me? (laughs) I was such an arrogant fool. He's like, well, that's still better. I can, you know, I can try. And if she tells me no, then I would respect that. I owed her that. So she parks. He walks over and he's like, how do I go (laughs) say something to Bella? And then she drops her keys into a puddle and he's like, aha, gotcha. (laughs) Here's my chance. Catches the keys. Bella's like, what the crap? How do you do that? And he's like, do what? Appear out of thin air. And then he's like, Bella, it's not my fault that you're exceptionally unobservant. Rude. Did she hear how my voice wrapped around her name like a caress? (laughs) No. No, she hears you making fun of her again. She's like, why were you in the middle of the parking lot last night? You're supposed to pretending I don't exist, not irritating me to death. <laughs> yes. And he's like, oh, no, she's very angry. So let me tell her the truth. Um, I had to give Tyler a chance. And <laughs> he laughs again, remembering what her face looked like. And she's mad. And she makes that same face again. And Edward tries really hard not to laugh at it. And he says, I'm not pretending you don't exist. And she's like, oh, so you are trying to irritate me to death. (laughs) Edward gets mad that Bella would ever think that he would try to do anything to her to death. (laughs) It was rational for me to be so affronted. She didn't know all the effort I had expended to keep her alive. She didn't know that I fought with my family for her. She didn't know of the transformation that had happened to me in the night. But I was angry all the same. (laughs) Bella, you are utterly absurd. 
No. She gets mad. She walks away and he's like, oh, no, that wasn't fair. She's not being absurd. <laughs> she has no idea what he went through. <laughs> so he's like, wait, she does not wait. And he's like, I'm sorry, that was rude. I'm not saying it isn't true, but it was rude to say it. And she's like, <laughs> oh leave me alone. And he's like, OK, is this her telling me no? Gotta double check. <laughs> so he says, I wanted to ask you something. And she's like, do you have multiple personality disorders? That is so problematic, but so hilarious. And he's like, honestly, that's fair. <laughs> it truly is so good. And so she's like, why do you want to ask me? And he's like, so a week from Saturday, the day of the dance. And she's like, not you too. <laughs> he asked her to wait. She does. She bites her lip and suddenly strange, unfamiliar reactions stir deep in my forgotten human core. Human core. Mm. Strange, deep reactions. Edward. I am uncomfortable. (laughs) He's like, I heard you're going to Seattle. I was wondering if you wanted a ride. (laughs) What? (laughs) Excuse me? With who? (laughs) <laughs> myself obviously Honestly, why <laughs> how could she have thought anything good like he's like was it really a shock that i would want her company she must have applied the worst possible meaning to my past behavior of course she did you acted like a total wacko yeah, you cannot Edward. ignore somebody for an entire month and then be like you want to go to seattle of course like- i want to spend every minute with you <laughs> No, Edward. so scary. He tells her that he already had a Seattle trip planned, plus her truck might not make it. And she's like, my truck is fine. And then he's like, hmm, she didn't say the actual word no. <laughs> is she just being polite? So then he makes fun of her truck again. Can it make it on one take of gas? And she's like, literally, not your business. And... He notices that her heart starts to beat really fast and that she's breathing quickly. And he's like, oh, no, maybe I'm frightening her again. (laughs) Uh, The wasting of finite resources is everyone's business. Classic Edward line. And she just says, honestly, Edward, I cannot keep up with you. I thought you didn't want to be my friend. And he's like, she said my name again. (laughs) No, I said it would be better if we weren't friends, not that I didn't want to be. And she's like, perfect, thanks. (laughs) Clears it up. Oh, my gosh. And her heart starts to beat really fast again. And he's like, oh, no, is she afraid or is she mad? Neither. (laughs) So then he tells her again, don't be my friend, but also I can't stay away from you. (laughs) And then she stops breathing. And he's like, she is truly terrified now. (laughs) And he's like, that's fine. He's ready for her to reject him and for him to just deal with it. <laughs> so he flat out says, will you go to Seattle with me? And, and she, she nods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> yes, she said yes to me. Oh, no. What is this going to mean for her? <laughs> you should really stay away from me. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> This this scene was really frustrating from Bella's perspective. Oh it's even gosh. more frustrating from Edward's perspective. It's so frustrating. It's so hard to read and get through. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'll see you in class. And then he's like, wait, no, I'm not going to class. God damn it. <laughs> and he, he runs, runs away. 
<laughs> Classic Edward Runaway. End chapter. <laughs> oh, man, the roller coaster of that chapter. It's up and it's down and it's and it's not just like it's like into the atmosphere down to hell right back up it's so up and down (laughs) it's out of control honestly the clones are lucky that edward is the mind reader of the family because imagine if like emmett was the mind reader and he just had to like listen to edward all day long (laughs) no one else could handle it maybe somebody would get him some help Like, Carlisle's got to figure out a way to medicate vampires, right? <laughs> there has he to needs be something. some kind of mood stabilizer. The, the combination of Edward and Bella and their mental stuff is like, jeez. <laughs> it's rather a lot. It's going to be a couple centuries of working through that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a while now. Yes, it is. <laughs> I love them so much. Me too. As like crazy as this chapter is, it's it was one of my favorites so oh, far. It's so sweet. I can't wait for the grab and poke. <laughs> I love the grab and poke. Oh boy. Well, thank you guys for joining us here on Remember Midnight Sun, the most beautiful of all. I honestly am. It's so crazy every time that we're like, we just read a chapter of Midnight Sun. I know. What I know. the heck? I can't believe it. Ah. <laughs> I I set my, I still can't talk about it, but my very most special copy of Midnight Sun up next to all my books. And I was like, they look so beautiful together. I just can't believe it exists. And it's so large. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's amazing. It is amazing. I'm so happy. But yes, thank you for being here. We will catch you guys again next week with chapter six. Yeah. Blood type. <laughs> which is my favorite Twilight chapter. So you know it's my favorite Midnight Sun chapter. Yep. I can't wait. I'm very excited. And remember, if it is a girl's choice dance Let the girl make the choice. Bam! Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.